Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. As the Steelers head to training camp, it's a tale of two Kenny Pickett's. Stronger arm or outclassed QB? Welcome to the Steelers update from Penn Live, where we keep track of all things Stellas, so you don't have to. This is John Lucy reporting. Your 2023 Steelers report for training camp today at historic St. Vincent College in Latrobe. And one has to wonder. Given all the offseason hype, speculation, and criticism, which Kenny Pickett will we see there? Will it be the second-year QB out of Pitt who has packed on muscle, strengthened his throwing arm, and straightened out his footwork and mastered the Steelers' playbook, all en route to a breakout season? Or will it be Pickett as a subpar pro prospect who was outgunned by the likes of Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, and Deshaun Watson in his own division, and outclassed by an AFC loaded with arm talent such as Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, Trevor Lawrence, and now Aaron Rodgers. Most recent NFL guru to poo-poo picket is former NFL general manager Mike Tannenbaum. Appearing on ESPN's Get Up this week, he proceeded to throw cold water on all those Steelers' sweaty efforts to be going on at St. Vincent's. Basically, he said, all this 2023 Steelers hype won't amount to a hill of beans or a playoff team because Pickett simply isn't up to the task. He's not a playoff QB. Said Tannebaum, nope, despite Mike Tomlin's greatness. He said that in dismissing the Steelers' 2023 playoff prospects. He added, quote, Kenny Pickett really struggled getting the ball downfield. He was second worst in yards per pass attempt. When you're going up against Lamar Jackson and Joe Burrow every week, you've got to be able to score points in chunks. I just don't think Kenny Pickett has that ability, unquote. Now, Tannenbaum is telling some truth here, especially when he talks about Pickett's subpar stats last season. Well, much is made about Pickett's improving as the season went on and posting some stirring comeback wins late in the season. He just didn't really get it done for large swaths of the season. Pickett ended his rookie campaign ranked 24th in completion percentage and 33rd in passer rating 
all while the Steelers averaged a paltry 8.1 points per game. Simply put, Pickett didn't or couldn't get the ball downfield with any regularity. He threw within 10 yards most of the time, and the Steelers' offense lacked those big-time splash plays that had become its signature when Big Ben Roethlisberger was in his prime. No wonder the Steelers have sunk a ton of money in its defense, far outspending the offensive side of the football. The formula for these 2023 Steelers, at least as they enter camp, will be a ball control, run-first offense aided by defensive dominance. That's the game plan anyway. But the second Kenny Pickett, as described by his ardent supporters, could inspire the Steelers to rip up that conservative script and open up their offense. This is the Pickett who was packed on 13 pounds of muscle and now weighs 226 pounds. This has culminated into reports of a stronger arm Pickett in year two who can throw deep downfield and make those explosive plays, especially to star in the making receiver, George Pickens. So says Adam Kaplan of Pro Football Network, who reported this week that a source says the bulk up picket is packing a cannon that could propel his second year leap right into the end zone early and often and ultimately into the playoffs. Said Kaplan, quote, Pickett's arm, a source with knowledge of the situation said, looked noticeably stronger during their OTA practices. Pickett's knock in personnel circles coming into last year's draft was that his arm strength was lacking. So it will be interesting to see what transpires in training camp, unquote. Hey, someone who has watched as Pickett has put in the work all offseason long insists the Pittsburgh passer is, quote, ready to roll. Tony Racchiopi, Pickett's personal quarterback trainer, recently tantalized listeners to 93-7 The Fan in Pittsburgh with his first-person testimony of all the improvements Pickett has made this offseason. Physically, Pickett is bigger and stronger, but still as quick, Racchiopi said. This should give the twice-concussed QB a better chance of staying healthy in 2023 while firing the football further downfield with much more frequency. Pickett's timing and accuracy should be better after scrutinizing his footwork in the pocket during every play of his rookie year than cleaning it all up, according again to Racchiopi. Above all, Pickett put in untold hours of playbook study and now knows every single one like the back of his hand, Racchiopi reported. Quote, Nobody in the NFL has worked harder than he has in the past six or seven months, Racchiopi said on the fan. Quote, he's ready. Anything that comes up during the season, he's prepped. When it's Sunday and they're kicking off at one or four, he's going to be ready to roll, unquote. As for that throwing arm, well, Pickett already had plenty of confidence in that, Racchiopi added. And then he recounted this exchange with his star pupil, quote, Kenny said, you know, I can throw the ball pretty good too. It's not just about winning with confidence and swagger. 
I can throw it with a lot of guys out there, unquote. Well, whether Kenny Pickett can throw it with the likes of Burrow and Jackson, not to mention Mahomes, Allen, and Herbert, and all the other guys, well, that remains to be seen. But if Pickett really is poised to step up in his sophomore year, proof of his progress should be clearly evident as the Steelers' training camp unfolds. And of course, we will be watching. And of course, we have more on what will unfold at training camp, and we will have our print column tomorrow on first thing on Penn Live, and it'll be packed with plenty of memes bringing all the training camp intrigue to life. So check that out. And stay tuned here for much more on the Steelers' training camp opening day. Right now, let's get right to it. And first up, we have some breaking news, and it is good news, especially for one Joey Porter. Of course, he's the fan-favorite rookie with the famous Steeler name, and he has just signed the last Steeler to do so just in time for the start of training camp today. He is the 32nd pick for the Steelers out of Penn State, and the cornerback signed a rookie deal as follows. It's a four-year, $9.6 million package, uh, and it is the first three years are fully guaranteed, and Joey gets his full signing bonus of $3.9 million all up front. Not bad. Now, Joey just needs to show up and show us that he's worth it. He needs to make a big training camp statement that he's ready to start as your cornerback this season. Now, that remains to be seen. And you, In fact, you might say Porter has the most to gain during this just-convened training camp out there in Latrobe, but he's far from the only Steeler with big stakes on the line at St. Vincent. So which other Steelers have a huge opportunity right in front of them if only they can make that statement and a big move onto the Steelers' roster? Well, for that, we turn to Mark Caboli with The Athletic, who gives us a great top 10 list of Steelers with the most to gain during these grueling weeks at St. Vincent. So you got to check out his story on the athletic website for the full list and his very rational reasoning behind the list. But I'm going to give you a couple of my personal favorites right here. First up, Caboli's number 10, but I'd have him higher, that being punter Brandon Mann. Caboli writes, quote, two years in, the Steelers' 2021 seventh-round pick, Presley Harvin III, and his inconsistency has put his punting job in real jeopardy. He's been good at times, but awful just as many times. The Steelers signed Mann in April after the Jets released him, and the former sixth-round pick has a real opportunity to unseat Harvin. Now, both are former Ray Guy Award winners, as the best collegiate punter, though there's common ground there. This camp race between these two punters, it will come down to who performs better both at St. Vincent and in the upcoming preseason games, unquote. That's a big one. Now we go uh, look at the list, and the other one that popped out for me was number eight for Caboli. To me, He's one of the most intriguing players to come along in Pittsburgh in some time. And I can't wait 
see what this big kid can do. Of course, I'm talking about rookie tight end Darnell Washington out of Georgia. Caboli writes, quote, Washington had a very uneven spring. He didn't look sure of himself on his roots and drop way too many passes before settling down near the end of the four-week stretch and looking better. There are high expectations for the talented third-round pick, but to get a helmet on Sunday, he's going to have to show he's an elite blocker. He showed that ability in college. The absence of pads during OTAs and the minicamp took away his best skill set. And right now, Zach Gentry is more experienced as the blocking tight end, and that gives him the edge. But with a solid camp, things can sure change for the big bulldog tight end, unquote. Uh, good stuff from Kaboli, and I will definitely be watching Darnell Washington. Then there's this guy. Hey, Kaboli has him at number four. But really, I mean, let's face it, he's the key to the entire Steelers 2023 season. Yes, all roads in Pittsburgh lead back to one Kenny Pickett. Kaboli writes of the second-year QB from Pitt, quote, There's been a lot of chatter about the Steelers wanting to initially rely on a power running game. But Pickett could change that by how he performs in the three weeks at Latrobe and the three preseason game. If Pickett can show in his first camp as the number one, that he can master the offense, then things change, unquote. And that means the offense opens up and Pickett is who we think he is. Man, let's hope. Again, check out the entire Kaboli article for his full list and all of his sharp stealers' insights in terms of the 10 players with the most to prove and the most to gain during this training camp. Me, I have two players I love and who I will have my eye on throughout the camp, okay? And we turn to Trib Live because they broke both of them down with some fat-filled, bare-knuckled bios that I just have to share with you. First up, hey, you guessed it, that bulldog tight end out of Georgia. I can't get enough of talking about Darnell Washington. So let's break him down. Trib Live writes this about the big rookie. His contract status, there's a uh, $973,000 cap hit in 2023, but he signed for, through 2026 as, of course, a rookie drafted in the third round. His outlook for this year, quote, there might not be a more intriguing third round pick in recent Steelers memory. Washington was first round talent in many mock drafts, but that isn't why he's such a fascinating prospect. The Steelers grabbed at number 93 overall. That was a steal. Washington was a backup in college, but for the nation's best team, a two-time national champion. He was one of the country's most coveted recruits three years ago, and it's easy to see why. Six foot seven, 264 pounds, with a speed in the 4.6 second range for the 40-yard dash. Washington rated as one of the best pure size, strength, measurable draft prospects. His lack of college production was attributable more to the bounty of riches on that Georgia team, especially on offense, including the Mackey Award winner as the nation's best tight end in the form of Brock Bowers. Washington was regarded highly enough among his coaches that he earned the start in 14 of the Bulldogs' 15 games. 
And for what he might have lacked in production, it was Washington's blocking that really turned head. As the Steelers coach Mike Tomlin said upon drafting him, Washington's proficiency and willingness to block equate to him owning a license plate that says, quote, sixth offensive lineman. Pro Football Focus graded Washington in the top five of all tight ends nationally in overall blocking and pass blocking and eighth in run blocking. But he also ranked 11th among 145 qualifiers in receiving. Per PFF, he caught 38 of 55 targeted throws over the past two seasons. It was football in shorts, yes, but Washington was frequently sent out in routes in first-team settings during the Steelers' OTAs and minicamp this past summer. He had the look of a playmaker in such instances, a big playmaker. He has an 83.75-inch wingspan, the largest ever recorded at the NFL Compine for a tight end. Between his blocking and his athleticism, Washington has the potential to be a big-time matchup problem for defenses. Oh, unquote. Hey, great stuff from Trib Live, and, you know, that's why I'm so excited about this guy. I mean, that bio right there tells you everything. The wingspan, the, the size matchup, the blocking, the end zone. He was figured, even though uh, Kaboli earlier talked about some drops and looking a little out of sorts, Steelers in, were putting him on the first team on end zone plays. I think that's intriguing, and he just got to straighten out his, his hands a little bit and uh, his confidence, make those catches. And we might see him in regular season games being a factor in the end zone. Then we turn to the training camp surprise of last season. He's the number two running back in your program, but I'll tell you, I have to say, he's first in my heart. Trib Live writes this of running back Jalen Warren. He's entering his second season, as we all know. He has an $874,000 contract and cap hit for this season, and he signed through 2024, which really makes this a contract year for Jalen Warren. So what is his outlook for this season? Well, in 2022, he had one of the best seasons for an undrafted Steelers rookie over the Mike Tomlin tenure. He played in almost 30% of the offensive snaps as a compliment to Najee Harris. Warren had 105 touches, that was 77 rushes and 28 catches, and accumulated 593 yards from scrimmage while averaging 4.9 yards per carry. Stats such as that might not always tell the full picture. It's easy to rack up a good carry average when a bulk of your touches, say, come in situations such as draw plays on third and 16. But the advanced analytics of next-gen stats, footballoutsiders.com and Pro Football Focus all rated Warren as the superior runner to Harris last season. While some fans clamor for Warren to take over the RB1 role from Harris, that's not going to happen. First, Tomlin and the Steelers aren't going to do that unless, over a larger sample size, Warren unambiguously outperforms Harris. Second, Warren likely can be more effective in smaller doses. But while a wholesale shift in role isn't likely, Warren can and might well earn a bigger share of the playing time in carries. Unlike in 2021, when Harris led the league in touches, the Steelers in 2023 prefer a more modern two-back approach in which Warren more often gets a full offensive series or a more defined role on third down. 
Regardless of exactly how this second season plays out, Warren has already proven to be a savvy signing as a 2022 undrafted free agent out of Oklahoma State, unquote. Savvy doesn't even begin to express how great of a undrafted acquisition Jalen Warren has been for the Steelers. And I really think you're going to see something special this season as well. Something is going to happen with Jalen Warren. I don't want to wish any ill on Najee Harris, but something special is going to happen with Jalen Warren this season. I, I just love this guy. And so it be. Training camp. Every goal is possible. The 2023 team is still a blank slate. But throughout these sweaty two-a-days at St. Vincent, your Pittsburgh Steelers will begin to take shape. Will it be in the form of a playoff contender or a pretender? Only time will tell. We're going to cover it all here. We're going to cover every sweaty week of training camp, preseason, and get you set in early September for that opener. Home opener, finally, a home opener in Pittsburgh, a season opener in Pittsburgh against the San Francisco 49ers. Woo, it is all right in front of us, Steelers fans, and it's all going to be right here on your Steelers Update Podcast. So sign up and get it fresh and steaming and ready with some hot takes every Wednesday afternoon. And of course, log on to penlive.com anyway for your real 